What is it that you do here? We talk with meteorologist Larry Mowry about sloshing through numbers to create pretty graphics, how he never runs out of things to say about the weather, and what keeps him up at night. Next on Whatever the Weather with ABC7. This is digital producer Jen Rourke, and I'm here with meteorologist Larry Mowry. Hello, everyone. Thanks for listening. Today, we're going to walk through with Larry what what is it like in the day in the life of a meteorologist? So you, it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon. You're setting up for the shows. What have you already done since you walked in the door? Yeah, so I get to here about noontime every day for to prepare for my 4 o'clock show, and I do the 4, 6, and 7 o'clock news on the U. Uh, So I get in at noon and basically my day starts by logging into my computer and then looking at forecast model data from the computer models from around the world. Okay, we see we see forecasts every day all over the TV station, right? Like Tracy does one, and then you know maybe you do one, and then Phil does one. What do you are you going back into the forecast and be like, oh, it's changing all those numbers that Tracy put in? So it's really interesting because the the forecast models that we look at they come in at different times throughout the day. Some come in every three hours, some every hour, some every six hours, some every twelve hours. So we're constantly getting a feed of information in from these computer models, which help predict what the weather's going to be like in the future. So when my job and my shift starts at noontime, I come in and I look at the latest stuff that's come in uh, while Tracy was here or since Tracy has left, and I incorporate that into my own forecast for later in the afternoon and later in the evening. And I print out copies of just columns of numbers, and they're, they're listed here for like the next 48 hours. And basically these numbers tell me something different about the atmosphere. Some tell me what the cloud cover will be like. Some tell me the wind direction, the wind speed. Some show me dew points. All the variables that you could possibly think of when it comes to weather. I I try to look at all that stuff every single day when I come into work and make my forecast. And so what I'll do is I'll take all these numbers. I'll look at maps that forecast in the future. Uh, when When we see it on TV, we call it future cast. Well, when we look at it, you know, when we first get in, we're not only looking at just our future cast, but we got a whole bunch of models that do the same thing out into the future. And Jennifer, you can attest to our scribbling that I do here when I make my numbers for my forecast in terms of highs and lows. So you have how many columns and rows do you think you got there? Oh, there's there's probably about a high, about 20, about 50 or so columns. And then we forecast for the next seven days and sometimes even 10 days. So... I've got each seven day handwritten out with a high and a low for each day and then the description of what that day will be like. And that's what you see eventually on our seven day. But what I'll do is when I start at noontime, I'll look at some models and then new models come in before four o'clock. And so I'll revise my forecast between noon and four as I'm getting new information and new data in. So I've got a bunch of numbers scribbled out here. I've got two colors of pen on here. And basically this is what I do is when I make my forecast, I look at everything throughout the day and I'm always tweaking and trying to get better and make sure I get the forecast as accurate as possible. I got to be honest, it looks kind of like a complicated squares game. (laughs) Kind of is, yeah. It's like, uh, I don't know, it's probably like uh, linear algebra too. (laughs) Can you describe where we are sitting right now? This is kind of, I call it our little weather cave. So we're on our our studio on State Street here 
if you've ever walked on State Street by the Chicago Theater, you can see into the studio and see where we broadcast the news from with the news desk, the chroma key, and all, all of that right there viewable from State Street. Well, I'm kind of behind all that, uh, a layer behind that where I can't see the windows and we've got this little workspace back behind the set where I've got a number of computers. There's four computers here lined up that I can use these computers to access basically every single computer in the whole weather department I can access here in the studio. So my computers where I actually make graphics that you see on TV, I have computers that I look at for weather data. I have other computers that help me with other weather data that only is specifically coming into that, that certain computer. So it's basically like a little weather lab back here where we get all this cool data and cool information and, you know, we get to sit and sift through it all and come up with a forecast and then also create cool graphics that you see on TV. There is is a weather department. There is a weather yeah. center that is not where we are sitting. Describe for someone who's never seen it before where and how that weather center is set up. ABC7 is kind of a neat TV station because the studio where we broadcast from is on the first floor, but most of the, the news operation and then the weather department is actually on a different floor, on the third floor of the building. And we have our own little corner office. We're like big time. We're on the corner office. We got great views of the street and everything. But uh, yeah, in the, in the weather office, uh, all four of us have our own individual desk. Cheryl, Tracy, Phil, and I, we each have our own individual desk. And then we also have uh, a pretty large bank of computers in there that we use to you know, make forecasts, make graphics, and basically do our day-to-day -day work uh, up there in the weather center. Uh, I like to print out stuff and look at stuff in paper sometimes. And so I'll do that because we got a big printer up there too. So we print things out. Uh, you can look at it on the computer. So it varies each person to person. And I always like to say, Jennifer, the great thing about forecasting is, yeah, it's a science, but it's also an art form too. Because if you gave the exact same information to 100 different meteorologists, you would probably get 100 different forecast because there's going to be some subtle differences. Now, it may just be like a degree or so here or there, but there's going to be differences in the way the data is interpreted by those meteorologists. I went up to the Weather Center before I came down here and I heard you and Phil sort of trading yeah. temperatures. What, what, what's that exercise? Yeah, so basically it, it's great to have a weather department because I'll come in, I'll make my own forecast. And then today, for instance, Phil is in for Cheryl. And so Phil will make his own forecast and we'll do it independently. So we'll do it each by ourselves. And then once we're done completing our forecast, we'll get together and we'll talk about, you know, what we saw or what I saw and what he saw. And then we'll kind of put it all together as a combined forecast. And we'll disagree on, you know, is it going to be 57 or 58 tomorrow? And we'll argue for five minutes about, well, I think it's going to be 57 because the clouds are going to stick around longer. <laughs> and he'll say, no, it's going to get sunny faster. <laughs> and so we have to come up with, you know, our, our forecast because, the thing that we try to do, Cheryl and I do this, and when Phil's working for Cheryl, is the seven day that I show at four o'clock is going to be the same seven day that's shown at five and then at six as well, because we want some consistency because we're a team. So basically, the seven day forecast is an exercise in the art of compromise. It, it, sometimes it is, and, or being stubborn. So <laughs> yes, yes, for I, sure. I love that. So do you start your day up in the, in the weather center and then come down here, or did you just come straight into the studio today? Like yeah. what's your, what's your 
standard. Basically, I'll be up in the third floor weather center from like noon to 2.30, and then I'll come down here. And then one thing that we have to do on TV is we have to do makeup. So I, the person, our makeup artist, who's amazing, she has me in at, at 2.30, and I go into makeup. It takes, you know, 15, 20 minutes or whatever. Uh, and then I stay down here and finish my work preparing for the floor down here in the, uh, the State Street Studios. And try not to mess up your makeup. Try not to mess up my makeup, too. Yeah, it's funny because uh, when you first get into TV, you have to learn to do makeup yourself because very few stations actually have makeup artists and, and people to do it for you. So it's extremely difficult and frustrating as a man to do makeup but you just did it and you got through it and now it's wonderful to have uh, Anna who does my makeup every day and she's amazing so yeah it makes it much easier for me <laughs> so what happens now you're you're prepared for the shows right you got yep. your you got your spreadsheets with your with your markings on them what happens when the show starts where do you go where do you hang out what do you do between shows and commercial breaks and all that what's your what's your next few hours going to be like yeah so in the way the the newscast is structured is that i have at least two weather little segments every half hour so for instance the four o'clock news goes from four to five o'clock so i have two segments in the first half hour and two segments in the second half hour so what i do is i try to build different elements for those segments in terms of different graphics to use maybe a different approach to how i present the weather so basically the way i present the weather is I try to think about what is the one thing that everybody's talking about with the weather. For instance, this past month, it's been, why is it so cold? And you know, why, when is spring going to get here? Uh, so those are kind of the things I think about when I put together my forecast in terms of the graphics and how I tell the weather story. Because as a meteorologist presenting the weather on TV, it is like I'm telling a story. I'm telling the story of what the weather's going to be like in the future. And I have to think about, well, what's the most compelling part of that story to somebody who's listening or watching? So that's kind of how I try to structure my show. Uh, but what I do during the show, it was your original question, is uh, so basically I set up my graphics in the order I want. And then when I present them after my first hit, I'll come back and reorganize and restructure the show. And then and that takes just usually a couple of minutes, but then I'll sit and just think about, okay, do I really want to do this? Or how do I want to do this? Or some things I want to make sure I, I say while I'm doing my weather presentation. Because a lot of people probably don't know this is that everything we do is ad lib. So there's no script for, for us as meteorologists. We just basically get up and start talking. And that's a skill that it's fun, it's exciting, but you have to be mentally in line and in order as to what you're going to say. So I kind of prep in that way before I go on the air, too. Have you ever been on air and run out of stuff to say? Never. No, I could talk forever. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. I wouldn't say you ever run out of things to talk about because when you think about the weather, I mean, there's so many different things to talk about. I, I worked in Orlando, Florida for three years. That was one of my jobs before I, I got here to Chicago. And everyone's like, oh, it must be easy working in Orlando. It rains every day at three o'clock. And, and I'm like, well, yeah, it rains every afternoon, but there's some subtleties to it that are kind of interesting. And, you know, every place is unique. And certainly here in Chicago, we have so much great weather to talk about. I can talk about it forever. So. It must be easy at parties. You always have the small talk. That's right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and well, oftentimes when they realize that I'm a meteorologist, then they'll really want to talk about weather more than just small talk, so, which is great. I love it. I love it. Yeah. 
so you you do all the shows and then what's what's what is it like to close down for the night here like what do you what do you you just yeah. basically get to drop the mic and go no no in fact i mean it never ends because weather is always changing and it's always you're always getting new information and so for instance i can, i wouldn't say it's the worst nights for me but the most like nervous nights are when i forecast for snow to fall at night into the next morning and sometimes I don't even sleep very well because I'm if let's say for instance, I forecast three to six inches of snow. And if I wake up and there's not three to six inches of snow, I'm mad <laughs> as heck at myself. And so I, those are the worst nights because I just, I, I hate being wrong and it's so frustrating. Snow is one of those things where you can know for sure if you got the forecast right. You know, temperatures can be off by a couple degrees and you wouldn't notice. I mean, it wouldn't feel any different. Even rainfall. I mean, if you're off by even a quarter inch or a half inch of rain, you're not going to notice because it's all run off or soaked into the ground. But snow's different. Everybody can see how much snow's on the ground. And it's amazing about snow, too, because it's like forecasting within a tenth of an inch of rain is how accurate you have to be with snowfall to be accurate with snowfall. For instance, if, if I'm off by a quarter inch in rainfall, no big deal. But if it's off on a quarter inch of, of a water equivalent of snow, I mean, that's a huge deal. That could be, you know, four or five inches. So that makes a big difference. And so those are the nights are sleepless sometimes. It's a lot of pressure. But it's, uh, do you guys ever have fun back here on the set? Oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, it's so much fun back here because we're all, we all really enjoy our jobs. Um, I mean, it's, it's amazing what I get to do every day to forecast the weather, to, to look at the weather. I, I almost liken it to golf because you, you practice really hard. And if you practice really hard, you get pretty good at it. But there are going to be days where you just don't have a good day. And that's kind of like weather forecasting, too. Sometimes, uh, like, I, I would like to consider myself to be pretty accurate. But there are times where I get it wrong sometimes. And so those are the days that are super frustrating. But you just plow on through and keep going. So, Well, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Really appreciate you letting us into your day and letting us know what it's like to sort of spend a day here on the set and with all the forecasting and good luck with your spreadsheet. Thanks. Yeah. I've got some more numbers to cross out. <laughs> Thanks, Jennifer. Thanks, Larry. You can find this and more podcasts like it at abc7chicago.com slash podcasts.